Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gerd. Welcome to today's episode of the Go for Leadership podcast and welcome Britt Gross. Uh, she's my guest today. Uh, welcome Britt. Oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here, Danny. Awesome. Like always, maybe in 30 seconds, Britt, uh, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I am, as you said, Britt. I'm a coach for leadership uh, and to be precise for new leadership and uh, also a mindset coach. So I work with um, lots of people in organizations, but also with um, entrepreneurs, you know, solo entrepreneurs uh, who are starting their business. And it's always questions about how to reach objectives. It's also mindset uh, issues, of course. And also, uh, you know, how can I be successful in my business? Cool. Um, like, Like a little bit, let's say, what is our standard question? And uh, it's very interesting to see how different personalities uh, define leadership. Maybe from your angle, with your experience, how would you define or how would you describe uh, leadership? What does leadership mean to you? Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, leadership, um, I think, is something that each person um, is capable of. And that's usually the first surprise that I see in people's faces when I start my definition of leadership by saying that. Because when we look for leaders, uh, we usually have the tendency to look somewhere up and far away, and we don't see that we are all leaders in our own life. So for me, leadership really at its essence is uh, self-leadership. It's um, being aware of the power that we have within ourselves, and that means also the power to act and to create so um, that pretty much sums up my definition uh, that leadership all, always starts with ourselves. And by doing that, we can be an example, of course, for others and then lead the way. Uh, and that can be being the first who goes or, you know, supporting people and backing them up. So there are different situations that require different things that we do with that. Um, yet we always have to be aware that if we don't lead our own lives, if we are not, if we are not willing to be leaders, um, then no one else can see that in us. And then success um, as a consequence will not happen either. <laughs> I like that actually a lot. And I think I, it's maybe the first time when when this kind of definition came across that um, the leadership starts with, with uh, myself or, or yeah. yourself. So um, could you observe differences between, let's say, leaders that lead teams and, and, and leaders that, that lead themselves as you, as you have uh, clients that, that are solo entrepreneurs or have uh, small businesses and, and lead actually teams? Is there a difference that you can observe? I see a difference in awareness because many people who are on their own um, they are not so much aware that they are a leader as well because their definition of leadership usually um, is combined with leading a team, as you said, or leading a company. And they're not so much aware that if they are a solo entrepreneur, they do lead their own life, but also their business and they do lead their customers and they do lead their portfolio and whatever you have, you know, all the things that, that, comes, uh, that come along with uh, having a business and being successful. Um, so that's the difference I see for sure. Um, I have seen leaders who lead teams um, and they are not very much aware what it takes to be a leader because they're always looking to the outside. You know, they're looking for new methodologies to use, uh, new 
um, you know, whatever the hype of the, the season is right now. The <laughs> uh, tools, you know, to implement, uh, you know, and it, it's nothing wrong with doing that and then being open for new things to learn and how to apply them, you know, it takes a lot to be a good communicator and so on. So and I'm not saying there's nothing to learn there. Um, yet um, the awareness level can be very different, right? So, but not so much between, um, you know, team leaders or, or solo entrepreneurs, but uh, more, I think it's a level of awareness and that's very individual. So I've seen great team leaders um, and I've been, um, you know, lucky enough to, uh, you know, go some time with them and then spend time with them leading uh, a transformation process for them and their teams because that's uh, some work that I used to do a few years ago, uh, pretty intense. Uh, and I've also seen very um, aware people on their own, just starting their business or even thinking about it, you know, leaders in a company who are thinking, is this what I want to do? No, I'd rather have my own business. Um, so there, there are lots of uh, parallels, but also lots of differences. So um, as you have a long time history and experience, um, Do you think that leadership and its um, uh, way how to live it or the awareness of leadership has changed over time? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, if you, um, if you look at uh, just 10 or 20 years ago, or if, if I remember being a child, um, things that were set, or if you just look at old television uh, you know, snaps and you see, uh, I mean, it's not just clothing, um, you know, and then the surroundings, you know, the interior design, but how people talk to each other and how a leader is represented, how this has changed over time. And I can remember when I started, um, you know, entering the corporate world um, after my studies, um, how different it was, you know. Um, I think there's a tremendous change um, and there's lots more to achieve, I think. So it's a long process, but um, there's a lot more open-mindedness You know, my favorite example probably uh, when it comes to that is how different mistakes are seen today, you know, a mistake. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, the Americans um, usually have the um, attitude that a mistake is something that you can learn from. And theoretically, I remember that as a child, as a young adult, uh, and in my um, first years uh, in the industry as well. Uh, yet there was always um, the notion, oh, I need to know, otherwise, you know, I'm not doing the job. So this uh, is a lot of pressure that people used to put on themselves. And I think this has faded quite a bit. You know, mm -hmm. I still see teams and persons, of course, and they are conditioned that way, as we all are in, in certain ways, to avoid mistakes. But if they happen, I think um, you can see that there's, you know, much more appreciation. Okay, now that it happened, let's see what we can learn from it. You know, what can we take for the future out of this? What can, can this teach us? So by this, I think you see there is a lot of uh, transition going on. As you touched base, the differences also from a cultural aspect. Um, um, do you think that uh, there's an advantage to be much more, let's say, um, open of failures and maybe to be much more risk averse? Do you think that, that there is, let's say, a benefit in, in it to be, let's say, not risk averse and maybe be open to take the risk and, and see what happens? You know, as usually, I think um, the answer to that pretty much depends on what industry you're in or mm -hmm. what, you know, what, what's your responsibility as a leader. 
for example, I had a logistics company that I um, advised and uh, accompanied as a coach for quite a while. And if they are dealing with dangerous goods, there is not a lot of room for, okay, let's see if a mistake is happening and then we'll learn from it and we'll do it better next time, you know? So, and, and then in other fields, when it comes to, you know, dealing uh, with a customer or communications in a team or um, whatever you have, there's obviously much more room, uh, which is not as dangerous or um, let's say um, where there are no collateral uh, damages done too much, you know, other than personal, and that can be severe as well. I'm not down talking this. Um, yet, as you see with the example from the logistics company, in certain fields, there need to be a lot of that we do need competencies. We do need to be uh, on the safe side, etc. cetera. Um, yet, uh, to when it comes to the processes behind these, you know, into interacting with people. I think that open-mindedness and being more aware of um, that people can be very different and that a result can be reached in very different ways. And there's no one who can say this is the best way. Okay. So I think there's a lot of um, change going on and there's a lot to learn from each other as well, because I don't know if my process is always the best. And then someone in a company doesn't know either. So, you know, by talking about it, exchanging our expertises, and then we can learn uh, and then install something that works for now. And then we can see in a year if it's still the best or if in the meantime, something better even came along. I mean, we are all human beings. So uh, it's in our, let's say, um, in, in, in our assets or in our mind that we make mistakes and learn by them. Do you right. think that um, that um, that uh, in this world it's maybe easier to to uh, acknowledge that you have done a mistake than maybe in the past? I think so. Yes, I think this uh, awareness is something that uh, is wide, more widely spread right now. Um, I still run into leaders, um, and that has funny funny enough. It's it's not to say that it's on a certain level of hierarchy. Right. But um, again, it's a personality thing and personality um, is a sum of whatever that individual has experienced in his or her life, obviously. Um, and, you know, how he or she defines uh, her identity in this uh, being a leader. Um, but I run into people who are very afraid of making a mistake. And that's not so much that other people see that, but that they think or feel mm -hmm. themselves they are a failure or they are not living up to their responsibility if they don't perform in a certain way or if they um, show too much feeling, you know, whatever the, the issue is right now then. But um, it, that's, that's something that's very surprising to me, you know, that we tend to be so hard on ourselves mm -hmm. and much more willing to be forgiving, if that word is even right, but, you know, we are much more flexible when it comes to the mistakes other people make. Mm -hmm. you know, so I think that's a big challenge for ourselves, for each, for each person to see that, you know, loving and, uh, or maybe a better word is kindness, uh, nice kindness towards ourselves. you know, mm -hmm. allow, allow yourself to grow, allow yourself to learn. Okay. And you can still have wonderful objectives. You can still be very successful, but, It's all a matter of do you want to hustle all, the, all along mm -hmm. or do you want to enjoy, you know, being on the journey to get somewhere? And that makes a huge difference. Uh, absolutely agree. And I think 
this also requires uh, a certain mindset, but also a certain, let's say, uh, reflection as a leader on, on my own skills, attitude, maybe also limits. What are the things I know and what are the things that I don't know? Or, or, and, exactly. Um, you as a coach uh, has uh, supported many leaders. Um, what are the challenges uh, or let's say the mistakes they have difficulties to overcome? Can you, can you maybe give us a glimpse on, on, on those? Hmm. There are quite, quite a lot of that, of course. Let me think what's a good example. Um, you know, it's, it's ooh, let me think if that's a good example. I don't know, because I would probably need to outline the, the case quite a lot. Um, yeah, I, I think I have an example. Um, I just recently had someone uh, who is quite a successful entrepreneur and a few years ago he had a um, he had a um, he had someone in his company uh, he started a new company with someone and uh, that thing didn't go through so um, they split up again um, and he finds himself repeating this experience over and over not on this huge scale, but in, mm -hmm. you know, maybe smaller projects or, you know, attracting a client um, that behaves similar to this uh, former um, person in his, in his business. Um, and to break that cycle that he has not managed to mm -hmm. step out of this cycle, you know, um, that is something that he couldn't um, accept for himself because he felt, you know, but I know this, I know this kind of person, you know, it's, it's not, I'm not a good match with him. So how come I keep running into the same situation over and over? So it's this uh, repetitive um, pattern mm -hmm. uh, that I find in many leaders mm -hmm. that they cannot accept because they think um, if I understand, I should be able to just do it differently. You know, mm -hmm. or to to notice earlier that it's not going to work. So it's this pressure again, um, or maybe even the connotation that uh, it's enough to understand to do it differently, mm -hmm. and that's not the case. There's much more involved. We are we are such complex beings, and that's where mindset and the subconscious comes into you know into place into the picture. Um, it takes a lot to take your subconscious. Um, into a transformational process. You know, it's not difficult, that's not a lot, but um, it takes a, a certain level of awareness and certain techniques to be able um, to take your subconscious in because we're also conditioned to, you know, decide with your head, you know, think before you talk. I'm sure you've heard things like that mm -hmm. sure. <laughs> in your youth. So it's, it's, we still, you know, in professional life, we think, okay, it's got to be perfect before I even, you know, start. Um, so it's it's this uh, connotation of learning that's very different, right? So repeated pattern is probably something. Yeah, I like that a lot, and thanks for for sharing that. I think it's uh, exactly this kind of of examples that maybe help um, our listeners to to um, mm -hmm. to get, let's say, to to the next level. 
let's let's switch gears a little bit and and um, we have talked a little bit uh, in our pre-talk uh, about also uh, mixed teams so what is your view on on leaders that lead teams um, um, uh, in a in a let's say mixed setting uh, being it cultural gender um, mixtures uh, what is your view on on, on that I think life is very diverse uh, and so are we. Uh, and the more diverse a team is um, and the more complexity it has when it comes to characters, to gender, to language, to um, uh, competencies and so on, um, I think the more creativity is there. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, complexity um, is also a challenge to leaders. But the thing that I have seen in diverse teams, and it's not just, as I said, you know, gender diverse, but also language-wise and cultural backgrounds, um, is that different perspectives are exchanged. So mm -hmm. if you have, you know, I mean, it's, it goes without saying, if I have people that are, you know, share the same opinions, they share the back, same backgrounds and experiences, what else, what do they have to share? You know, there's not so much you know they, mm -hmm. they, they all look from you know onto a, a project or a challenge um, with the same pair of glasses on right so the more uh, the, the more different perspectives come together the better the chances are that um, something is created that is suitable for whatever the challenge is you know it's mm -hmm. of course very different if it's in in the chemical industry in the IT industry or if it's a team that just launching a new product or, um, you know, two or three people who want to start their own business. You know, mm -hmm. Again, the situation is very different, yet the more diverse you are when you come together, um, well, the better, the bigger is the pool that you can mm -hmm. take your ideas and your, um, your things out of to create the new thing. And as when it comes to leaders, um, they need to... Um, be as flexible and as open to the different ways of that people look at things. Um, and that takes, a well, what we call in German, you know, the Fingerspitzengefühl. It's that uh, you're very, um, you know, you can read between the lines and you know how to be a leader without being very loud and very um, dominant. Mm -hmm. I think that's, that's the thing that we can say. Uh, the more diverse a team is, the more... Uh, beneficial as a leader who is um, able to do that, to lead in a more um, silent way and lead by example. Uh -huh. I mean, I don't like to generalize, but um, uh, let's let's uh, maybe dig into that topic. Um, do you think that that female leaders has uh, have more, um, let's say, uh, a more fingerspitzengefühl or are more sensitive in 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 really um, leading mixed teams? Or do you think that it doesn't matter if, if you have, or let's maybe not, not touch base the gender topic, but let's maybe <laughs> say um, as a leader in such, uh, do you need to have this empathy uh, of, of really understanding each individual? Because I've seen people or leaders uh, that, 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 that it was really hard for them to uh, evolve and, and get the power on the street, like, like I used right. to say, of such mixed teams. Mm. You know, the interesting question, Dani, I think is, is it because of the mixed team or is it because that leader, he or herself was not clear in, in what the target was or, uh -huh. um, you know, about his or her role? Um, I kind of like your previous question that you just uh, kind of withdrew. If a female leader <laughs> is more empathetic, 
Um, because I would like to answer maybe and, and surprise some of our listeners. I don't think so. No, I think that um, it doesn't matter if you're a man or if you're a woman or if you're diverse. Um, we all have traits in us and the ability in us. And it's just a matter of um, how much am I experienced in using this cap capacity, that ability in myself, you know, and mm -hmm. I've seen female leaders in, you know, and before I went um, and, and started my own business. And that's a long time ago, like 17 or 18 years ago, I was in the industry and I was um, a female leader. And I, if I remember back, I had situations that I wasn't really empathetic, not at all. Mm -hmm. Okay, so and I you know I had colleagues and they were male leaders and they were much better, much more empathetic in certain situations. So I obviously needed to learn quite a lot still back then, mm -hmm. right? So I, I think it's more a question of, um, you know, how much are you apt for the job you have, for the function mm -hmm. you're in, right? And how much are you aligned with yourself to mm -hmm. bring the different um, traits out and, and make them make them beneficial to the people around you. And that doesn't matter if it's your team, if it's the company or clients or whoever you're dealing with. Cool answer. I like it. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, because I, I think it's, it really is not, not about um, uh, uh, gender, culture or, or religion or whatever. I think it really is, like you said, at the beginning of your definition of, of a leader, it's at the end, uh, the personality that, uh, Uh, fills up the role, uh, being it uh, yeah. as a solo leader or or leading a group of people. So I think that's uh, I I like that that we switched <laughs> we switched back the gears. So let's maybe <laughs> conclude it, Britt. Um, how or what would you have said to yourself before you started your professional career? What is the advice, let's say, that we have uh, given to the to the younger Brit for for your career or for your involvement as a leader? Hmm. Yeah, I really do like that question because then yeah, I'm going to share this with you. It's actually one of the questions uh, that I use quite a lot in my coachings. I ask people, you know, after coaching sessions or uh, session or sometimes even, um, you know, while we're on the on the road, um, you know, what would you tell your younger self? Or, you know, you can tell the other perspective. What would you like your older self to tell you now? Because you know, we have that capability to not just be empathetic to other humans, but to be empathetic to ourselves and to uh, you know, travel in time and space and go back to that one point in time and then see what would have been uh, good to hear back then. So to answer your question now, what would it have been? Um, definitely um, to continue thinking in, in, in a positive way and to jump at chances when they open up. Mm -hmm. um, that's one thing. Another thing is that to really trust in yourself and to not uh, think too small of yourself. Because I, I definitely, when I started my business, I could not imagine um, how how much of an influence I could have. I could not imagine um, how big my vision would grow over the years. And I feel kind of scared by my own um dream you know i always wanted to be a leader to have an impact you know to my clients obviously but also a larger impact um and i think it's only now that uh, that i started my online business uh, last year that you know i'm still working offline um but also my online business and it's growing and it's it's 
it's amazing to see uh, also in clients um, how, yeah, how big something can become when you really trust in yourself. And we need leaders who do that. And that's why I would like to tell my younger self uh, to just be happy and go along and trust that everything will become good as long as I have my vision. Because there were, awesome. there were you know, times that I didn't trust myself that much. It's, it's sometimes hard, right? Uh, it touches a little bit the topic that we touch base on, on failures, right? To, um, to, um, to trust in yourself, uh, be confident, uh, showing pride uh, and, and, and go for it. Uh, and there will be ups and downs, uh, but uh, the good thing of a, of a down is that there will be an upcoming. So, uh, <laughs> so um, I, I just told the client of mine uh, lately, you know, if you're stuck, that's great because if you're never stuck, there can never be a breakthrough, right? It's exactly. all about perspective again. <laughs> exactly. Go for Leadership, the podcast with Daniel and Gerd. So with that, uh, let's conclude. And thank you so much, Brit, for being our guest today. It was a uh, fantastic insights that you shared. Thanks so much for having me, Daniel. I truly enjoyed it. Awesome. Thank you. Go for Leadership, the podcast.